0: Welcome to the Challenge Chronicles. I'm Devin Jordan. I'm with Trace Armstrong, and no, Rob McIntyre. Rob is—he couldn't find his atlas uh, to get here. Yeah, the uh, the idea of YouTube live scared him off a little too much. He said he needed his phone to be active and not on fire for some big plans that he had this weekend, so he wasn't able to uh, wasn't able to make it. We are here to talk about episode eight. Episode 9 of the Challenge USA. It's crazy that we're this far into the season already. Two more episodes left. Trace, episode 9, what did you think? It was okay. Like, I didn't think it was
1: bad,
0: but I wasn't blown away by it. Dude, I love this episode. I thought this episode was incredible. Let's hear it. What, what, What do you feel like held you back from really loving this episodes. What were what were your issues?
1: I think my issue is is that I watched too much of the challenge so I could tell and seen too exactly how everything in this episode was going to play out and it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. So I think I think it's just I had an intuition of where it was headed like they the first thing they did was Flash Cash up on the screen, doing a confessional and talking about something. And I went, okay, so Cash is going home. Like, it was just so telegraphed. And so when they were doing... Like, I love the political maneuvering, by the way. To me, that was the best part of the episode. Like, the, the time between the mission and the elimination was great. Really, really good. Um, but I also knew... The next immediate thing they did was cut to Sarah, and I was like, okay, so Sarah's going to go in. Now, how does she go in? Does she purposely lose? Does she get thrown in? Like, how's this going to work? And so it just kind of was an episode where they kept meandering, and I felt like I already knew where it was going, so the suspense was not quite what I was hoping for. So maybe it's just because I watched too much of the show that I just figured it all out in five minutes.
0: I don't know. I don't think they telegraphed it at all. I think there, there's only so many people left, right? And there were only so many people that were going to be involved as, as far as being relevant in this episode. Mm-hmm. So I think there were, there were only so many options. I thought everything that happened from a political perspective between the men and the women was very good. Mm-hmm. I think Angela and Alyssa had an exceptional episode. Mm-hmm. I think Sarah is getting... She's pretty much getting... She's getting the Camilla edit at this point. God. Uh, like, is borderline deranged. Yes. I think she... I had mentioned last week that she was showing Jordan Wisely levels of delusions. <laughs> this episode in episode nine, I think she has catapulted beyond that. And she is almost... If she has not entered, she has gone past Danny Jamison levels of... Like... I don't even know how to describe what Danny, Danny Jameson is, but she is in a completely different stratosphere at this point. Yeah, that is the one takeaway. When I was live tweeting, or not live
1: tweeting, I was live discording in the in our Discord with some uh, Patreon members. Which, by the way, if you're not a Patreon member, go to Patreon.com/slash The Challenge Chronicles for four dollars a month. You get bonus shows, access to our Discord, and Sometimes fun things like a live stream chat of Discord during an episode occurs. So it's only four bucks. Just do it, man. Um, But in that chat, uh, I was talking about, like, I don't know if Sarah is legitimately this nutty in real life. But the way they're portraying her is that she is a complete and utter loon. Like a
0: complete loony tune in this episode. Partway through the episode last night, I thought to myself... How did this person win Survivor? I don't know. How was she? How was she successful? And I think in Ty- one of Tyson's podcast episodes from last week, he mentioned, and I think there is a lot of truth to this, that this is the first time that Sarah has had to essentially play from behind. Mm-hmm. Right in her seasons of Survivor, for the most part, she's been in the dominant alliance. She's been one of the people in control. Mm -hmm. And at this point in time, she has very little agency. Mm -hmm.
1: Even her number one is concerned about her ability in this game right now. Like, Ben came right out and said, like, Sarah's acting like a bit of a wild card here. I don't know what she's going to do. Like, that's bad when your number one in the game is even
0: skeptical of where you're headed. I mean, and she... Danny pretty much saved her, Mm -hmm. right? She wanted to go in ideally against Angela. It was let's let's talk let's start to talk talk about the decisions that people made this episode. Mm -hmm. So Sarah wants to go in against Angela. Desi quickly says, "There's no way that that's going to happen. It's just it's a non-starter for them for Danny to be able to do that." But then Desi started wavering
1: for Sarah's sake, like giving her fist bumps, like "Yeah, I got your back, Sarah." Like when. Oh, dude, when they were doing all the political maneuvering and Danny and them were, when they, when Danny and Desi were oh. talking to Sarah and then they had another one later, like before Danny and Dom had another chat, like Desi's like, Sarah's like, I want Angela or Alyssa. I want Alyssa, blah, blah, no, blah, blah, she blah said, and Desi's like, I
0: got no, you. She she came over and said, I want Alyssa. You're talking about like the very last conversation, the one end. of the yeah. last conversations yeah, yeah, yeah. that they have. Let's start even before then. Okay. Right. So, Sarah wants to go in against Andrea and Alyssa. It's a non-starter for Angela to even be a topic of conversation. Mm-hmm. And both, we, we we get the narrative from Danny. Danny tries to tell. Uh, I don't even know if we want to talk about that. Let. So should, should Sarah want to go in against Angela? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely right? not. It makes, no, it makes no sense in any way, shape, or form. She's playing completely irrationally at this point. I think all the other women in the house should want Angela to go in. And Sarah even said it herself that if Angela goes in, a strong woman goes home. So I don't get necessarily why she wanted to do that unless it's for pure vengeance sake. I just think Sarah
1: is not thinking clearly. Like, quite frankly... All right, let's let's rewind the clock further. Last week, she was like chomping at the bit, praying she gets put in in hall brawl against Enzo. And then this week she's like give me Angela. And then during the mission the just Looney Tune outright paranoia she was displaying. They're they're blocking me. They're blocking me. You need to go do this. You need to go do that. And she's like trying to direct traffic like she has power in the game. And meanwhile, Angela and Alyssa are just like, fuck you. Fuck you. You're an idiot. Fuck you.
0: Like that was essentially <laughs> her, what was going on. <laughs> they made her look insane mm-hmm. in the mission. Just absolutely out of her mind. And to be fair to her... What she did want was in her best interest mm-hmm. because Angela and Alyssa very wisely knew that it didn't matter if one of them won. Mm-mm. Not Neither one of them needed to win. Mm-mm. All that they needed to do was not finish last. Mm-hmm. And by not finishing last, that essentially guaranteed that they weren't going to go into elimination mm-hmm. because they knew that they had the relationships to not get voted in by every much, man in the house. Every man in the house exactly. is on their side. All the Survivor Men and Enzo and David, David. Alexander. We did see that there, there may be a little bit of tension that exists next week between David and Angela, but at this point in time, it, it seems matter. like they're pretty solid. So, as long as they don't finish in last, they're good. And that's why they decided to try and successfully, they didn't try, they successfully had Sarah finish in last place by freezing her out. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Like, I mean, they pretty much out, outsmarted them because we heard that the Fab Five, this new alliance of women... That, that we only heard about Angela this week, Alyssa, by the way. <laughs> yeah. That they were going to try and help Sarah win. And so apparently they were okay with wanting to have Sarah win, but not okay with wanting to have Sarah not finish last. Right? So I don't really they just weren't coordinated enough to be able to figure it out or they just didn't care enough to make it happen. But I think the moment that Sarah sees that they're going after her, she should just want to be last. Yes. Right? Because, I don't know, to be fair to her, she doesn't know, I don't know if she knows at this point in time that all of the men are on Angela and Alyssa's side. But if she does, if she does have an indication that that's the case, then she knows that There's no way that she's going to win with Angela and Alyssa just going after her every single time in the mission. Mm -hmm. And if they go after her every single time in the mission, then she should just want to go in because she's not going to win. And at that point. She knows. She knows also if they try and get one of the. Yeah, I don't know. It's just regardless, this is. This was my point.
1: Sarah's freaking out because she doesn't want to be last. She wants someone else to get last so that she can then be voted in. I'm like, look, Sarah, if you have these strong relationships that you seem to think you do, wouldn't it behoove you to help Ben win for the men first? That way your number one alliance member is in control of one of the two votes. And then if you come in last your strongest advocate is sitting in the deliberation for who gets sent in, and you have a better chance of getting who you want in an elimination to win money.
0: Yeah, because... So back to what I was trying to think about before, because if she was able to try and coordinate for the Fab Five, if they were successfully able to get Angela or Alyssa canceled out Mm -hmm. and put them in first, right? Mm -hmm. There's no way that any of the men... Are gonna throw a strong competitor in against Angela Alyssa in elimination. No, there's no way. There's zero. So it's chance. not like Sarah's gonna be able to go into a list. It's not like Sarah's gonna go gonna be able to go in against one of them. Nope. And so at that point, she should just want to go in. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really get what she was trying to do here. She's I, being I don't irrational. Know if she was just trying to hold on. She was just being irrational. I don't know she was just completely. trying to. i don't, I don't know if she was just trying to hold on to the idea that she could still somehow win the uh, the mission or what, but something that we didn't necessarily see in the episode that I think probably almost certainly happened was Tyson helping out Angela and Alyssa and probably putting marks against Sarah in the mission, Mm -hmm. right? Because Tyson didn't finish first out of the men. I think he finished fourth or somewhere around there. And so if he wasn't getting marks for himself, I think it's pretty obvious that he was putting them on Sarah. And I think that's probably one of the major contributing factors to why they were able to get Sarah knocked out. Mm -hmm. I would agree. I mean, I think it would be impossible for
1: some of the survivor men to have not done that. Like, I, I, I just don't know how it's not possible because Sarah was out and then it just seemed like immediately after Sarah was out, it was like, man's done, man's done, man's done, man's done. And then the female started finishing. So it just, you know, it, I don't know. Sarah just... I I think maybe your kernel of truth that lies in this is what you said about what Tyson said. Like, Sarah's never had to play from behind, and Sarah trying to not get last could have just been her freaking out because she's realizing she has zero control in this game. Like, no power, no nothing. She is at the mercy of everyone
0: else in this game right now. Yeah, the moment... That she saw that they were going after. She should have just wanted to go in. Because she wasn't going to win. And if they were successfully able to cancel out Angela or Alyssa. Then she wouldn't have had an opportunity this round to qualify for the final. And it would literally come down to the last episode. Yeah. For her to be able to go in. Yeah. And you don't want to- No. Not at all. It really does disadvantage the women. That their last uh, elimination is after the men's last elimination. Mm-hmm. So at that point there's no repercussion for the man in the winning pair to kind of give the what the what, any of the women what they want well, specifically, right? They can do whatever they want. And there's no repercussion for what happens. Yeah, that's well there could be some slight
1: repercussion, but it's one of those outlier things where you're big braining the game a little bit in that if you have watched any challenge final that is quote unquote an individual final there are always partner legs these days. And so the repercussion might be, okay, the only reason they would have a vested interest is to assure themselves that there are enough strong females there that you don't get stuck with a bunch of weak females on bad legs. Like if I'm a man in this game, I don't want, I mean, and I don't think Sarah understood this either. Cause she's like, this is about my game. And it's better for me that cash stays for the final. Well, that's great, but that's not in the best interest of the men in the game. The men want the strongest females there possible so that they don't have a bad leg in case your partner screws you. I mean, granted, they would all have to work with the bad partner at some point based on the formats of these finals. But if if it's I mean, me, making... I don't want a single weak female in the
0: final if I'm a man. I mean, I think Rob is like paralyzed right now, just like hearing that put out in the ether, <laughs> which I agree with. Like, I, it doesn't make sense, right? Like, I I, don't get why she wants... Why all of a sudden there's... The, and maybe this has been going on throughout the entire course of the season. But I don't get why all of a sudden she has this super tight alliance with Cash. I, I don't I don't get why that makes sense for her. She should want to go in against Cash. She should want to beat her in elimination and then be qualified for the final. That's why... Everything that happened is what should have... She should have wanted yes. to happen. And she got there by accident, yes. pretty much. She stumbled ass backwards into it
1: and danny said this the the perfect thing after she beats cash and elimination sarah you're welcome you have now qualified for the final you can you know i'll take that seventy five hundred bucks when you when, when we're done you know like you can give me that you know like danny and, and then that's the thing that kills me okay if the survivor men did not want to get sarah qualified They could have worked with Alyssa and Angela and completely frozen her out of going into elimination. Like, completely. They could have made sure that Cash came in last, and then they could just throw in Kayla, or they could throw in someone else. And then Sarah's in an even worse spot for the final elimination to where she's got to win a daily, which she's seen to be incapable of this season so far. And then you would then have to go into the final elimination. But who's to say Angela and Alyssa couldn't freeze her out then? Like, Danny literally said, you're going in. You're going to get to qualify for the final. And instead of this cockamamie plan to get rid of Angela, which isn't a given, by the way, or Alyssa, which is also not a given, we're going to give you the weakest female and basically hand you your ticket to the final. And Sarah didn't want it. Like, that's
0: just insanity to me. Let's talk about the elimination for a little bit, and then we'll talk about how this relates to... Now, let's talk about it because we're talking about it now. Let's talk about Danny's decision. Mm-hmm. So Danny is stuck in a little bit of a predicament here because himself and the rest of the Survivor men have an alliance with Angela and Alyssa to not put them into elimination as long as they are in power. Desi doesn't want to do this. Desi, rightfully so, wants to put in Angela. Because if she puts in Angela, from her perspective, she's giving Sarah what she wants, one. And two, a strong woman is going to go home. Mm-hmm. Because she said it herself in a conversation with Danny that if Angela is standing at the start line when it comes to the final, she might as well not even take off. She might as well not even compete, which that's so we, we know is <laughs> it's bullshit, bullshit, right? It's not even true. Like, I mean, they're, like, close enough that anything can happen. And, mm. either like, really, like, I don't even know how much greater of a chance angela would have to win this well, here's does. the
1: thing that kills me about angela okay angela in this game has done an incredible job of winning daily missions but we've yet to see how is angela's actual endurance we don't know if she can run a final she might be good in a sprint you know for these daily missions but what happens when you get to a final i mean it's a
0: freaking crap shoot anybody can win these finals these days I mean, I think they probably have a better idea than we do from some of these missions. Uh, Because they had the swimming mission. Mm -hmm. They had this mission was pretty much all endurance. It's difficult to tell because the incentives weren't necessarily aligned to objectively try and win. Yeah, if you're a man, why were were you even attempting to
1: win this mission? Like, there was no reason for you to put yourself out there in a position of power to make somebody mad. Like, there is zero incentive to win this mission if you're a man.
0: Yeah, and we, we saw that a lot of the incentive on the men's side was to help someone else win, whether it be a man or a woman. Um, so Danny does not want Angela or Alyssa to go in because of the alliance that he has with them. And so he comes up, he fabricates a lie, and tells Desi that he has... Not only does he have an alliance with Angela and Alyssa, and the rest of the Survivor men have an alliance with them, but... Sarah and Desi were also included in this alliance. And it was the fault of the survivor men for just not being able to communicate this back to them. And Desi is extremely skeptical over this. (laughs) As she should be. (laughs) She points out, why why haven't they not, why have they not talked with me? Danny says that the message, it, it was on the survivor men to get it back to them and communicate this plan to them. And Rob wanted us to point out that if they had this alliance, why were Angela and Alyssa going after Sarah in the mission? And I think there's an easy counter to that, though, that Angela and Alyssa could have just seen that all of the Fab Five were going to block them out in the mission. So they could have said they they could have pulled a Johnny Rambo and said they they drew first blood. Absolutely. Um, So I don't think there's much to that. But Danny comes up with this lie. Desi is skeptical. I don't even know if we ever see uh, how Sarah reacts to this, or if this ever gets back to Sarah. But on the night out when they're at the bar, Danny has or Dom at this point has a conversation with Desi about the idea that she wants to put Angela in, and I think I don't I don't know how, how much good do you think that conversation did. Because he essentially tells her that he that she, Desi, should not have to worry about Angela in the final. That she's in the same league as her and that she can compete. And do you think, I guess, one, that conversation or anything that Dom said to Desi helped? And two, what do you think about Danny's lie that he comes up with to try and get Desi on board with putting Angela... Or Alyssa, or essentially saving Angela and Alyssa. Well,
1: I think Danny's lie was pretty effective, because it worked. But I also think, I look at that conversation, Dominic's biggest strength on Survivor was his political strategy. And I think somebody in Discord said it. But they were like, if Dominic had not taken, if Wendell hadn't been in the final three, Dominic wins that season of Survivor. And... I th- and you also have to put in context, too, the conversation he had with Desi was probably like a 20-minute conversation, so we only got like a minute of it, like just the hi- the biggest piece of that it was a minute. And I think it was highly persuasive because if I'm Dominic, here's what I'm looking at with Desi. Look, we are literally protecting you to the final. There is one more female elimination, okay, The Survivor men have one more elimination, and there's Enzo and David Alexander. And by the way, Tyson and them were trying to keep David Alexander from winning because they didn't want him to have power because he was the first man out. So they were trying to freeze him out. No, he finished. He finished, but they kept him from winning. That was the point. But anyway, but my point is with this is I think Dominic's conversation was effective because... All he has to do is show her the light. Like, hey, look, Desi, we're good. We are good. We are better than good. Why do you want to upset this apple cart when we get to the final and he can gaslight her into saying he's, you know, you're in Angela's league. You don't need to worry about that. You can perform. Like, he's pumping her up so that she's confident in her ability. So, to me, that was the way to go with it. Even if they lied and they did lie. They didn't tell these women because they didn't want them to know. But
0: to me, it was effective. It was the right strategy to play in this situation. Tracy in the chat says that she follows Angela on Instagram and that it does look like she's also a runner. Um, So she thinks that she would probably win over any of the other females in the final. So I think all of that conversation with Desi and all the persuasion that Danny and Dom... Put forth toward her didn't matter at the end of the day like i don't think it really affected her at all what i think did affect her was the idea that they were going to go into a female elimination and there was a potential for a tie Mm -hmm. and if there was a potential for a tie and a split vote between the winning pairs i think we both know what probably happens yep and it i speculated on this last night
1: tj would say if you can't make a decision desi you're coming
0: down thousand percent right and so i think that's pretty much all that mattered she knew that De- Desi knew that she wasn't going to get what she wanted because Danny was going to vote for Cash. And so there was no reason for her to vote for Angela or Alyssa. And we saw in her confessional sh- that she said it was just easier to go along with what Danny wanted and she should just bite her tongue and be happy that she's in the final. Mm-hmm. And so I think at the end of the day, that's all that mattered. And that all this other conversation was really pretty much just lip service.
1: Yeah, but it was effective. I mean, I think it was like I they could have just said they could have been real assholes and been like, this is what you're going to do if you want to make it to the final. If you don't, we're going to do something about this. Like you have to do this. Like they could have been real assholes about it. And instead they went the other direction and it allowed Desi the ability to see like I might not love this plan, but it's the smartest plan for what I have available to me right now.
0: I just don't think she had any other options.
1: She did it, really.
0: Because she could have given Sarah Dean what she wanted, Dean but she would have screwed
1: push. her she would have screwed herself really bad. What do you mean? I mean, maybe she wouldn't have now that I say that out loud, like if the Survivor men basically go, Well, you're on your own now. But we've watched Tyson basically work with the people that are gonna keep him protected. And if Desi's going to go off the reservation, Tyson's just going to be like, well, we've only got one more male elimination, and Enzo and um, David are here. So I really don't think I'm in trouble. Because if Enzo or David come in last, every other person in the game was just going to throw the other one in. So these survivor men of Dom, Tyson, Danny, and um, uh, 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 Ben... To me, there is zero chance either of them are going in this last elimination. They they've got their ticket. They're going to the final. Those four are the well, men you mean in the if final. They, if they don't lose, right?
0: But next, I think
1: yeah. I think they're going to do everything they can to make sure that one of them doesn't lose. But we'll see. It's a it's a semi trailer mission, so anything can happen.
0: It's a semi mission, and I mean it's going to be an absolute abysmal mission. I know. This is gonna I'm not be... looking forward to this mission. This is going to be brutal stuff. And that was something that I really enjoyed about the mission today, mm-hmm. right? Is that everyone at once, the men and the women, went at the same time. They were kind of able to affect each other's games, right? Because the men could play their marks on the women. Mm-hmm. And so not only did we see people's physical abilities come, come into play in the house, as far as the or physical abilities, as far as endurance. As far as in stories, running up and down stadium
1: stairs. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, we we also saw how their political abilities and their relationships with other people in the house factored into the game. So I thought this was a great mission. Next week's mission looks like it is going to be an absolute train wreck. <laughs>
1: yeah, I will say this about this week's mission. Is this
0: not the best, like,
1: political knockout mission we've seen on the challenge? Like, this might be the one where... it's the mission where everybody has to throw their political cards on the table. You've got to do some stuff. Was this not like the best one we've seen of this
0: type of mission for the challenge? I think it was good. When I initially saw that they were going to do this, my reaction was, this is way too late in the game to do this. Angela and Alyssa are extremely outnumbered. They're screwed. This, this derails what they're trying to do, Mm -hmm. but Angela and Alyssa, Wisely recognized that it doesn't matter if they won. Mm-hmm. All that mattered was they didn't need to finish last. So I think they played it correctly. But if you are in a situation where you don't want to... Uh, if, the, if the power dynamics were structured in a different way, right? Where let's let's say both the men and the women were going into elimination this episode. And it wasn't just a female elimination... And the male and the winning pair had to kind of give the woman a little bit of what they wanted. Mm-hmm. I think this could have could have completely... been more interesting. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think it was interesting as it is. I I, I think that there may have been more of um, more pushback, uh, m- more, more give back and forth between the genders of what happened for who went in this episode. So I, I, I think that that really is what this episode came down to is that. Angela and Alyssa have the men's side of the house locked down, Mm -hmm. and the Fab Five definitely do not. No.
1: I think what's interesting, too, is... Let's talk about Kayla for a minute. She went from fighting from the bottom week one, two, three, four, to... It doesn't even feel like she's got... Unless she comes in last in the final female elimination, she's not going in. She's going to the final. Like, there's... I feel like there are other people like Justine
0: that are going to get thrown in before her. I don't know. I think it's probably going to be one of those two. Those are pretty much the only two women left that would, would, I would say would be more likely than not to get thrown into, uh, elimination. Right. I mean, honestly though, at
1: this point, if I'm the guys in the house, I really don't, want to see sarah in the final right now because she has acted completely looney tunes these last few weeks and i don't necessarily know that i would want to get paired with her on a leg of the final i mean i know rob's having an aneurysm again with this theoreticalness of this but i just look at the way they structure these finals even in individual finals they pair you up for a leg now and i don't I know that everybody would have to work with Sarah, so it is what it is. But some legs are just run here or ride a bike from here to here, carrying this, do this. Do you really want to deal, what if your leg with Sarah is the hardest puzzle and she's freaking out the whole time and going insane? Like if it's just a straight run or a bike ride, sure, I'm happy to have Sarah as my partner. But do I want to run the risk? That the leg I'm paired with her is one where I need her to be mentally there and working, and she's being a complete hindrance, and I lose the final because that leg screwed me. Like I just wouldn't want to take that chance. That's me.
0: So we did hear Sarah say this episode that she's an endurance runner. She brought up before, or she brought up again that she runs marathons mm-hmm. and on that seven was continents right before... in
1: seven days. That did happen. So.
0: Yeah, which I want to look into that a little bit more. I did. Uh, I looked because...
1: it up. I she legitimately, it wasn't exactly seven days because of the way the 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 date the date line and all Time that changes. stuff works. But basically, she ran seven marathons back to back on seven continents, and there is an Antarctic marathon. Like you can actually, there is a yearly marathon that's run on an area of Antarctica, because I don't think a lot of people realize this, Antarctica ain't all covered in snow. There are areas that it is dry ground, a lot of dry ground.
0: Well, I mean, we, we had looked into that marathon, and that marathon, it did look like people were running on ice. Um, Parts of it, yeah. Um, but
1: yeah, no, she legitimately did. So she is a distance runner. So
0: she is so solid there. I mean, for as much as her being a distance runner, in the second part of the elimination it looked like cash wasn't that far behind her
1: (laughs) that was what was shocking round one sarah smoked her round two cash was maybe a second and a half two seconds behind her maybe maybe
0: yeah i don't know it's (laughs) i mean i think cash did about as well as i thought she would um she did better than i thought she would
1: but i knew she wouldn't win like that was the thing like i don't
0: know i don't think she's very good at all what, what did we see her do at a reasonable level from a con- competition perspective? The entire season, nothing. Nothing.
1: The 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 literally the, nothing. Uh, the uh, daily she won. Tyson literally carried her through that that mission. Literally carried her.
0: If she wasn't partnered with Tyson throughout the course of the season, she probably wouldn't have had money. Probably not. Which, uh yeah, I don't know. I definitely I definitely think she was a good character. Uh, I would be open to seeing her again, but she's... I think it would be one of those situations where I would want some time off, right? Yeah. I don't think she's good enough to be on all the time. Yeah. Because I think she's definitely one of those characters that they would burn out very quickly. Like
1: Big T. But like she really would be the Big T on the definitely. challenge. That and and Big T was great for a season or two. But when we got to Spies, Lies, and Allies, I couldn't wait for her to get off the screen. Like, I literally could not wait for it.
0: I mean, who, who are some other female characters like that that have come on pretty consistently in recent seasons but haven't given really any value? Anissa? Yeah, that's a little different, It's a different. Like...
1: You're talking like a new person. Um... It Let's really, like I would say Big was. T is really that person. Like, I, they have only... Elder, <laughs> Amber B won a season, so I can't really put her. Like, Cash, I can't see stumbling her way into a final win with the way a season plays out in any way, shape, or form. Same with Big T. Um, I I don't know that there's really another equivalent. Maybe Emmy?
0: There, re- Well, there really isn't an equivalent, because all of the vets that were on Spies, Eyes, and Allies were like true, true vets. Mm -hmm. It was Casey. It was Tory. It was Nani. Yeah, Amanda, Nani, Ashley. You know, these are people that would be.
1: They actually were all a threat to win the final if they got there,
0: except for Anita. Sure, yeah. (laughs) What else do we want to talk about here? Um.
1: Overall, how are you enjoying the season compared to recent seasons of the main show? At this point, where we are.
0: Oh, I mean, I think like this is way better. I don't even think it's remotely close. This is and way, way it's... better
1: than Double Agents. It's way better than Spies, Lies, and Allies. I think it's on par with Total Madness because there were some real banger episodes on Total Madness. Yeah, but a lot of total like Total Madness was what seventeen episodes, and that's there the a lot problem. Of this show yeah, is a tight 11, 12 episodes, man. Like, it, this season is it's, illustrating why the challenge main show should only be 12
0: episodes. There is no so reason was gonna, to have 17 or 19 episodes. That's what I was going to say, right? So, what I think one of the reasons why, some of the reasons why I like this season more than what's gone on in the main show in the recent past is because they're doing unintentionally. A lot of the things that I've said make for a good season, right? Less episodes. This is only going to be 11 episodes. We're already almost done with this. They don't need to stretch this out. I think it's 12, by the way. Shorter. On the wiki, it's consistently said 11, but I don't know. We'll see. Unless uh, they're going
1: to do two eliminations next week.
0: Or they could kick someone out during the final. That's which is we know they love to do. Well, they already uh, said
1: that there is one male and one female elimination left before the final. They did state that. So it's either going to be a double elimination next week or the final is going to be 10 minutes of the last episode, which I can't see happening.
0: Okay. Yeah, because we have, all right, so let's finish this, right? So there's less episode. The runtime of the episodes is shorter. They don't have to do a 90 minute runtime. They're just doing a 60 minute runtime, which is I think life changing. And three, probably most important out of all of these is the cast is extremely better than what we've seen on the main show. From a personality standpoint, absolutely. Lately. Light years ahead. And it's. I think it probably helps them that they were restricted on not being able to, or having to pull from other shows, mm-hmm. right? That they, they weren't able to just go off and do whatever they wanted like they normally do. This was the These challenge already Kind
1: of CBS originally. So you had to
0: pull from shows on CBS. What were we talking about? What were we going to talk about? Oh, the episodes that were left right so it is we just had we just had episode nine episode nine we have a male
1: and a female elimination left so if it is 11 episodes i would assume they have to do a double elimination because i can't imagine the final only being like a 20 minute stretch of the last episode
0: yeah it's probably 12 episodes then because if we have a male elimination next week in episode 10 and we have a female elimination in episode 11 that would leave us with one episode for the final which i think makes sense Mm -hmm.
1: they just never announced officially how many episodes there would be and i think a lot of us assumed 11 and so that's what's on the wiki but i'm beginning to wonder if it's 12 because i just can't imagine them trying to cram I mean, I could imagine them cramming two eliminations in the next week and saying, hey, the lowest man, lowest female, last elimination, here we go. But I can't see them stretching it
0: out and then the finals 20 minutes. Like, I just can't see it. I feel like they would have – if they did decide that they wanted to have a female elimination and a male elimination next week – they would have given us some indication that there was going to be a twist next in
1: week. the trailer. You're right. I would agree with that. So, like, I'm I'm gonna put my bet on that it's twelve episodes. So we're gonna get three more of these.
0: Yeah, it'll be interesting. I wonder. I don't know, dude. Multiple places I'm seeing that eleven episodes. But have
1: you seen it from like? an official tv guide or from an official cbs website or is it just random challenge sites speculating it's 11 episodes because of a rumor from vevmo
0: i'm on imdb okay then it might only
1: be 11 episodes then
0: so i don't know where
1: either that or cbs just didn't put out the right press release and they haven't said
0: (laughs) we need to try and find like a more definitive source on this yeah but uh
1: my source would not be helpful for this one he is not involved why? in that those
0: decisions um yeah so it'll be interesting to see what we do there so we either have two or three episodes left
1: we know for sure two maybe three so um in the last 10 minutes you want to do winner's picks and power rankings where we think we are
0: Sure. I was going to ask you, though, who, who do you think the MVP of this episode would be?
1: For the first time all season, Danny. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, we have had... Why? The only thing we've had from Danny this entire season is Kiki. Like, the Kiki reference, okay? This episode, he won the mission... He was really involved in the politics and the Tysons took a back seat for the whole episode. Basically like Tyson, I think had like three or four confessionals. It wasn't much like this was a Danny driven episode and, and it, and it worked, you know what I mean? Like it showed that like all season I've been like, Danny has done nothing. I can't see he's involved in this. And apparently he was involved. They just chose not to show it because he was intimately involved with the male Alliance he, would, he and Dom were driving the decisions and the, the negotiations with Desi and all of that. So, I mean, from an entertainment perspective, Sarah probably, because she was just all over the place, man. Like, her behavior drove the episode.
0: I don't know. I think the lie that Danny has, the more that I think about it, it, it was just completely unnecessary because at the end of the day... It didn't. It didn't matter. One, and so I don't know if he had like thought through that to that point. What what potentially happens if there's a tie, and well, even beyond that, I think you it, tell Desi that sh- you you tell Desi that okay, you were you were in an alliance with Angela this whole time, and you didn't even know. It's like, well, like what the fuck does that mean to me? You know, like, well, I, like I, I think he, I am think I supposed to be like on board with her? He should have
1: phrased like, the like, lie a little bit better. He should have said. I was under the impression with the other survivor men that you two were included in this Alliance, but they didn't tell you, they gasp, you know, like I would have played it off that way because he knew about Angela and Alyssa, but Desi may, I mean, she should have known that, but at the same time, should Desi care that they didn't tell them about Alyssa, if they're tight with the survivor men, like it was need to know information like there was a better way to spin the lie
0: because it didn't make any sense because if they were in some type of alliance with each other why would they have like both parties just been like shooting back and forth
1: well with sarah it doesn't make
0: any sense like you
1: (laughs) that doesn't make any sense and it didn't
0: seem like and it, it didn't seem like angela and Alyssa. Had ever really had a conversation with Desi, you know, they, had they hadn't had a conversation in quite some time. Yeah. I, I don't know; it just didn't pass the sniff test, yeah. And that's why Desi acts so shocked. Yeah, I can be- understand that. But
1: you know, the other thing from Danny's perspective of like, why do you want to now? I mean, all right, let's play this out a little further. Let's say that the men were not including Sarah and Desi in this alliance until this episode because they realized they had to, but they had to then say this. Because the man, the male elimination is coming up, and if the female being Desi or Sarah is not on board with the survivor men's decision, it could make the men's life harder for the final elimination where they could just be like, nope, we're just going to sit here and do it this way. The, kind of the same thing that they did to Desi this week. like You're going to pick Cash because it is in your best interest. Next week it could flip, and let's say it's Tyson and Desi standing there. Desi could be like, nope, not voting for Enzo. Sorry, Tyson. Nope, you got to vote my way or that this is the way it's going to go. And then all of a sudden Tyson's well, see, in the same predicament where he's going to have to pick against his alliance, which he doesn't want to do. I,
0: I think that's why it advantages the, the men in this scenario, the way that the eliminations are scheduled throughout the course of the season, because there's one more male elimination next episode and then there's one more female elimination the next episode after that. So the women next episode kind of have to do give the, man, the men a little bit what they want because there's going to be another elimination after that where the men can affect them. But you would be able to make the same argument about this episode, mm-hmm. right? Pretty much what you just did. Um, and so I think that's why Danny and Don took the approach that they did of trying to... Smooth the water. Make, De- make Desi as, as happy as she could be and not necessarily stir the water more than they needed to mm-hmm. because there is another... Female or another male elimination. And that's why we, I mean, that was pretty much the whole motivation behind what Danny wanted to do, right? Because he thought that there was going to be a realistic chance that Angela could win next week. And if they put in Alyssa to elimination to go in against Sarah, Angela was not going to be happy. And there would be a reasonable chance that she could go after one of them. Mm-hmm.
1: There's a lot at stake there. So, like, people might not agree. I think Danny could have couched the lie better but they made the correct decision in the way they approached it. Like you've got to mend those fences and then you've got to backtrack and say, you, I thought you were in this Alliance the whole time. I didn't know you didn't know about that. Well, now, you know, (laughs) so it is what it is. I, I think they just, they could have done a better job with the lie, but I think Danny was talking on the fly and he had to say what he had to say and he didn't have time to think it through. So it is what it is.
0: All right. Let's do quick power rankings. What do you think for the men?
1: I think you would be an idiot not to have Tyson one right now. Like, I think it's just clear. He is by far the best man in the house. And it seems like unless something screwy happens next week and he loses the mission, he ain't going into elimination. So that's that number two.
0: I just don't think it matters. Like I don't think. He yeah, does.
1: I don't think it matters either. I mean, if Tyson makes the final, unless something ridiculous happens, he's winning. So, I mean, I guess if I had to put a number two on there,
0: I, I would
1: have Danny over Ben, but that would be my top three.
0: I would go. I would go Tyson, Dom, and then uh, Danny. I guess. Those would be yeah. I mean, I I think any I'm of up. if
1: Tyson doesn't win, it's one of those three because I just don't see it going any other direction.
0: And for the women,
1: I mean, I think you have to have Angela, Angela one. I would put after th- God. I I, I just. I don't know that Sarah can string together a win here. Like, even if she makes the final, I just don't see how she's going to string together a win. The way she's behaving, I just can't see it.
0: They're making it,
1: like, from an editing perspective, do you want to show your winner as a Looney Tune? But then again, they've shown Camilla be a complete Looney Tune, and she wins the season, so that's not entirely accurate. But they they tend to try to not make their winner look as badly as they're portraying Sarah. So uh, e- either that or Sarah just really was that off the chain this season. And they're like, well, we have no other way to make her look palatable. So let's just show it as it
0: happened. Have we seen someone else get the Looney Tunes at it and win beside besides, besides Camilla? Camilla? Or is, is she it? Is, is there anyone else? Let me think ashley
1: maybe for invasion but she didn't get like a looney tune edit it was just like the you get drunk and you go crazy i would say That's kind of on that that's in the
0: same realm i don't think it's on this level it's not on
1: this level like they would show like the camillinator night on battle the exes is insane in hindsight the level of behavior that they showed her exhibiting same for invasion even though she lost they I I think Camilla just is a Looney Tune. Like, there's no way to edit around Camilla being a Looney Tune. Like, she's just a Looney Tune. Sarah, I don't think, is a Looney Tune, but she is exhibiting Looney Tune behavior, and they are spotlighting it as much as possible.
0: I think you would be able to say that... (sighs) The closest thing before then may honestly be battle of the seasons two with team san diego and a lot of the members on that cap yeah frank was
1: given like the worst edit possible for a winner they made him look like an asshole and he kind of was um i don't
0: remember how zach looked that like Zach didn't look good either he
1: was one of the people pushing sam in the final and just a terrible look i mean zach didn't get a great
0: edit either ashley k just looked happy to be there (laughs) so i mean this wouldn't necessarily be unprecedented but it's when i took they usually do my first
1: like they try to make their winners look good like they made paula look good on rivals they made her look good on rivals too um they tried to make ashley sympathetic on final reckoning um War of the Worlds 2 they made D look fine like I...
0: yeah like I just yeah so Sarah was my first pick in our fantasy draft when we did the fantasy draft for this season and I honestly think she's probably close to the top probably. but for none of the reasons that I thought she would
1: be you thought it was going to be like winning dailies and confessionals and instead it's for being Looney Tunes yeah
0: <laughs> I mean, she's probably does. She's probably close to the top for confessional counts. She's probably up there now.
1: Yeah, I can tell you, David Alexander's Um, not. He did get one confessional this week, though.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I thought about. I was thinking back again about how uh, Rob said he didn't think it would be that crazy if he won. I, I think it
1: would be asinine if he won.
0: Like it would just be like, what the fuck? Like that would be the most unsatisfying winner ever. We would like. I don't know if Rob would have the same chance now that it's still. We're now two or three weeks later, and he's like, pretty much been invisible again. We would have never seen anything remotely like this before Uh -uh. at this point, where we are, we're eighty percent of the way through the season, and except for the one episode that he won a mission, he pretty much hasn't been part of the season.
1: Invisible. I mean, the only other precedent you have is some of the team seasons like gauntlet two, where basically the entire, you know, not gauntlet two gauntlet one where the entire road rules team basically wins. I think two people from road rules go home the whole season, something like that. So when you've got 12 people, you can't spotlight all 12 people, but if you go to like a smaller season, the only equivalent you really have is Carly when she won Fresh Meat two but they still found ways to make her part of the story. Even though Landon was the primary focus from the storyline perspective, they found ways to give her confessionals. They had moments where Landon would talk about Carly's trying really hard on this and I've just got to keep her going. Like they made her a part of the story, even though she didn't give them a whole lot. So yeah, like I would say that in the post big team era, it would be unprecedented for David Alexander to win right now.
0: Yeah, because as of last week, they don't have the confessional counts up for this week yet. Tyson led everyone in confessionals with 45. Sarah had 43. And I would say that Sarah probably had more confessionals than Tyson did this episode. So after episode nine, she's probably leading in overall confessional. Yeah, Tyson
1: only had like three or four. Like he wasn't very visible this episode. And he wasn't involved in any political conversation either, so.
0: Yeah. All right. I think that's enough. I don't know if we ever answered who we thought would be the favorite beyond uh I mean, it, it's Angela Tyson and
1: Angela. That. I mean, I think Alyssa and Kayla are probably two and three at the moment, because I just think Kayla's going to be that shocker in the final. I don't think she's going to win, but she's going to be higher than you expect her to, because I just... I just don't see Sarah winning this thing. Like, it would be not unprecedented, but it's just hard to see it right now.
0: Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we'll talk to you again soon.